Welcome to Vacation Station, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's Vacation Station Travel Show with Nancy and Lisa, publishers of Big Blend Magazines. So every first Saturday, we get to chat with travel writer Linda Kassam. We call her the food, wine, and shopping. And you know what? She's got good taste. That's what it's all about. So you can follow her at allingoodtaste.info. Follow all her adventures. But every summer, she and her, her and her husband, Alan, go from their home in Arizona to uh, the Pacific Northwest, and they go on a boating adventure. Last year, they were on a three-month boating adventure through Alaska. This year, they kind of chilled out because I know they're getting, well, actually, when this airs, uh, the 1st of October, they would have just arrived home from a cruise in Europe. So very excited to have her back on the show to catch up with her uh, summer boating adventures in the Pacific Northwest. So, Diva Linda, how are you? I'm very good. Thank you. We're just about ready to um, uh, tie up the boat and uh, do all the things that a boat needs to have done to it before we leave. And next week, we're off to uh, get ready to go on our cruise. We have to head down to California uh, and drop off suitcases and pick up other ones and then hop on a plane, drop the dog off and away we go. Oh, <laughs> little Scotty dog. So, and listen, yeah. your doggies are cute. And, and yeah. you know, He's very so cute. do you go through training, like, to make a dog boat worthy? <laughs> you know, um, this will be our second dog. Yeah, our second dog on, on a boat. And they either have it or they don't. Um, mm. This one, luckily, like the last one adapted really quickly we were uh you know the worst the worst thing for us is and many people is if you have a dog aboard what are you going to do when it needs to go to the bathroom and that means that's not an exciting subject but that's that's when you can tell if they're going to adapt or not and um and this one she runs you know she's still a puppy so she runs around and around and around the boat and she <laughs> gets up on the front of the boat and barks at other dogs and other people so you know by Eight o'clock at night, she's tired, and you know that works out for everybody. Well, what do you do with the potty? And by the way, boat yeah. worthy. I meant like sea legs. You know, I didn't mean boat worthy. That sounded bad. But oh. I mean, what do you do? Do you hold well, her no, over the true. boat? <laughs> what do you do? No, no. These dogs, they, these dogs either come equipped to not be uh, sick, or they. Uh, the two biggest issues, three issues, are: uh, will they get seasick? Will they be afraid when you turn on the the engine? Will that just totally freak them out? And then forever, every time you turn on the engine, it takes hours to get them to calm down. And then the third one is how do they adapt in terms of their play and their poop? So we got we got another winner this time. She seems to do just fine. You know, it's amazing. We were um, with some friends um, on a lake and watching. I was watching this one. He looked like a German short-haired pointer from a distance mm-hmm. that's what i could see and he was on the speedy speed boat on on the the hood is it gonna be the hood the front, the front. of the boat yeah and yeah. he just he was just loving it i mean and he i'm like i don't know how he keeps his balance and they're going over wakes and and he's just like we and then when he got to the dock yeah everybody got off the boat and he's like now i'm staying 
He just was like into it. He's like, I'm staying. This is my boat. Don't come by me. I'll bite you. This is mine. It yeah. was cool. You know, I just thought, wow, man. Because <laughs> yeah, they're know, very when, lucky. Yeah. 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 Because he was just, this is my boat. So well, there I, are dogs. I, I mean, there's yep. that bulldog that surfs, you know, and so like there's, you know, if <laughs> yeah. some dogs really dig yeah. it and some dogs are like, I'm not leaving the house. I'm not getting yeah. in the car. That's I'm right. not, you know, yeah. everybody's a little different, you know, yeah. but it's yeah. when they well, like those it, of you really have dogs like it. Yeah. Well, it's the same as if you have a dog at home and, and some dogs you cannot put in the car, right? The minute they get yeah. in the car, they won't go, they hate it. You know, they, they throw up in it. They, you know, yeah. Or they get in it and they go, oh, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. going to have a treat of some kind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Yeah, so we're so, lucky. This one's a, this was a very, very good boat dog. So we'll see. Cool. Oh, that's awesome. So so yeah. let's talk about your your boat at the 50-foot Ocean Alexander um, that was moored, mm-hmm. in, or moored in Elliott Bay. So that's out in uh, Seattle area. So this this yeah. so this is a yacht right we have to get into the specifics again on boats because you got to teach nancy and i about well, this I boating stuff well i don't know specifically if there's a very vague kind of definition i don't think there's an official uh, explanation or definition of what a yacht means but probably if it's over 45 feet 42 feet right around in there then it gets yacht status but you know uh Boats of this size are harder to dock. Uh, they're less likely to find dock space um, because uh, they need a longer uh, turnaround, back out, move in sort of thing. So uh, they're, the higher you go in uh, uh, how long these things are, the more difficult it can be to maneuver them, to find a place mm. for them. Uh, but they're more comfortable by, by leaps and bounds but you know what's what's comfortable for me, you know, probably is is uh, you know, not comfortable for somebody else. But this this particular uh, boat, this is our second boat, um, is has a large salon, which is important if you're going to live a, aboard the boat for any amount of time. And it has a good solid kitchen and a nice uh, uh, main uh, bedroom, uh, which is comparable to anything that you might get at a hotel. And then uh, and the only drawback for me is that it only has one bathroom you know i need i need a whole bathroom all to myself for all my stuff just to get my stuff in there here we go with the diva do you have a shoe cabinet do you have a cabinet for the shoes i mean i loved it because and everyone diva's got a a short article about it and some photos up on blend radio and tv.com uh just type in summer boating adventure and you'll find it or just type in Diva and you'll find all our articles too and interviews. But um, at the end of your article, you say, my husband and I both wear sturdy high water rubber boots. But boots, Yeah, yeah. she's got and to I have started room getting... for her boots in the bathroom. And so I'm like going, here she goes. She has to make reference to shoes. So is it, is this like, I mean, is that it? Like when you get on there, are you just, it? it's rubber boots for the Diva the whole time or? Well, if you're going to, well, no, if you're going to take your skiff, your second little boat from your big boat to wherever you're going, whether that's you're going to go just on the beach or you're going to go into town or whatever, you have to decide what kind of shoes you're going to wear. Because as I found out, you cannot wear prom shoes to these things. You have to, you can't. If you go on the beach, it's going to be rocky. And if you so if you wear really thin shoes of any kind you're going to slip slide and it's going to hurt the yeah. bottom of your feet so you don't want to do that 
And then if you if it rains a, a good amount, then it's going to be muddy and you don't want to put your good shoes through that. And and then the last thing is when you when you take your skiff to a um, uh, to another dock place like going to Paul's Row, you it's I thought it would be much more glamorous, but it's, but it's not the. Um, you, you hmm. take your boat, it, you tie it up to the side of some dock, and you pray that they, uh, they've they taken care of that the visitor dock, and sometimes they don't. Sometimes you have to crawl over piping. Sometimes you have to uh, ah. land yourself on a, on a shredded wooden dock. Um, there's all sorts of things, and, you know, uh, you have to have pretty darn good balance for this. Otherwise, uh, you know, you're rocking and rolling, and praying that you're not falling down in front of everybody or falling into the water. So uh, the shoes <laughs> are, are yeah, essential. And uh, this year, yeah, this year I found a good docking, meaning getting on the regular docks pair of shoes. And, uh, and if you're going to go over to the sand, sea, water, mud, conglomerate sort of thing, you've got to have some high high boots. So I have a pair of pink and purple boots. Actually, I will send you a picture of it for to do that. And uh, yeah, they look like little children's uh, boots cool. that you uh, have when you're little. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. great. And then cool. uh, for the really big stuff, for the really big stuff, I have these, my biker boots that I bought in Alaska last year where <laughs> there's nothing that's going through them. They're nothing, nothing. I mean, those things are like a big rubber bong on your foot. So Anyway, that's, that's the life of boating. You know, you don't get to be you don't get to be too glamorous. Actually, I've given up a lot of a lot of the clothes I brought when I first started, and uh, you know, more utilitarian now. Uh, but there yeah. you are. You know, there's. But there's now you get to get glamorous. I mean, for the dealer. The next time we chat with you, I mean, right now I know this airs October. We're still in summer, everyone, and you know, Diva Linda and her husband are about to go on this big, you know, European cruise where you guys don't have to do any of the work and now you can be glamorous again. She can, you know, get her tiara back on. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Well, I was, I was thinking that, and then I got the, uh, uh the manifesto from the two groups that we're going to go with we're going on a two week cruise. And then we're going on a, um, a 10 day or so, uh, uh land tour. Mm. That's the word I'm mm. land tour. And I just, I, I'm reading the, the, uh, specifications and they say bring sturdy shoes because you're going to be on cobblestones and and whatnot yeah. and i thought oh there it goes again you know there yeah it you goes. can't be no doing the heels. I get to wear... yeah i'm not no, gonna be yeah. wearing my ralph lauren yeah no. this is not gonna happen so oh, not on cobblestones. <laughs> you know and you can't yeah. and you can't bring you know i used to bring a suit i used to bring just one little suitcase full of shoes and now it's down to two <laughs> that's it just well, two shoes <laughs> actually you know what you know with nancy and i traveling the country right so it's one suitcase each and yeah now it's gotten to a point where we really need to just throw everything out and start over it's it's really bad and then we go listen we're going to a farm for two months and yeah like what's the point you know what i mean and so we have shoes that we have nancy walks around in kayaking these plasticky open <laughs> kayaking shoes. I like it because I can go handy. anywhere. I can yeah. walk into a river or a lake with them. But that's why the rooster chased you on the farm. I know, well, but the roosters turquoise, did, so. turquoise kayaking <laughs> shoes. I'm just saying, they t- it's well, like a flashback to the 80s when I can't girls would wear that, those but, plastic so, sandals. No. Dude, the dog no, took well, the God love you if you can do it. Yeah, but but no, I, but I it's, think this Crocs is or something like that. Yeah, yeah. you know, this is but an then, interesting thing yeah, though because like 
you have you are living in a limited capacity right so everything is you can't really? have everything and even yeah. food we've i mean isn't that also a yeah. deal like <laughs> food is a whole i mean this is this is cool we're, i mean we're going to talk about the destinations but actually boat life is we kind of live in a similar way because it's yeah. almost like nancy yeah. are in a per, even though we're in different homes and hotels and stuff you're still well, camping it's like you don't buy the big jar of yep. mayonnaise. You buy the little one. No, you, no. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. There's no Costco. You do not go to Costco. Yeah. There are no, yeah, there's no Sam's fact, Club, no Costco's, no giant anything. And coffee you, is always smaller. You know? And if you, if you go to a fast yeah. food place for a hamburger or something and they get it, they hand you the bag, you're like, can I have more mustard? Can I have more mayonnaise? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> So you can yes, a I understand. I, yes, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. When I first come here, uh, when we first check in, you, you know, the first day or so, and I go to the store, and I buy all the little sizes of everything, mm -hmm. and you know, and uh, you know, I'm doing salt, pepper, that sort of thing over mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. By the time they get to halfway through the basket, you know, it's a five hundred dollar, uh, you know, yeah, uh, uh, visit. They they say, oh, you must live on a boat. <laughs> Yeah, I oh, think that's you know funny. everything is in one. Yeah, ones and twos and and littles and uh, you know I think they they depend on the boat people to come in and uh, mm. have to replenish quite a bit. Well, that's actually, what this funny. is, I, I find this really you know fascinating to talk with you about your boating adventure in the Pacific Northwest because Nancy and I were there in the winter. <laughs> 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 well, I think we'll meet you in the summer next time, yeah. too, Belinda. <laughs> I'm just gonna say. But really, the Pacific Northwest think, yeah. is magic. Now, you know, we had the, the experience of rain and rain and rain and rain. And but, more rain. But then we did have these beautiful, sunny days where you realize the importance of the rain, just like when we were in Madison, Wisconsin, during the snow and visited then that, you know, a few months later for spring, we're like, oh, look what the snow did to make all these flowers bloom, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's a trade-off. And I think it's good to experience all of it, you know. Sure. Um you have a better idea of what the locals go through, but Nancy and I went to a lot of harbors. Um, mm -hmm. We, uh, we went, you know, we were in Whidbey Island, Anacortes. We went through Long Beach. Um, we went to, I, I don't think we even, I don't think we were in the same places, but near you, we were kind of near where some of the places you were, but it was really interesting because of you coming on the shows and talking about your boating experiences, you, our eyes were open to, the services and how the docks worked and it like they have signs out it was il waco i think we were il waco il waco and in, in washington <laughs> state and you know and there's like no dumping except for the people who pay to dock like oh, if you right and and yeah. and washington state yeah. is picky about their trash you know they are we, li we literally live across the country in every place we go, some places were, you know, burning trash in a barrel. Some places yeah. you're composting your, you know, there's in Washington state has the smallest trash cans, the biggest recycling <laughs> and composting bins. <laughs> but then if, you, can know, and it, if yeah. you go in the parks, no, they're very, very conscious mm -hmm. about trash mm -hmm. recycling, mm -hmm. about all of it. And which I really mm -hmm. think is amazing. But then here we go. Like, what do you do with mm -hmm. trash? Right. And, so some people mm -hmm. just take it to dumps and I'm going, what do you do with your trash on the boat? And here is all these trash cans. And I'm walking around, walking the dog with a poopy bag. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you don't dare 
put that oh, poopy no. bag in that <laughs> trash can. No. You're going to get arrested. Someone's going to yeah. get you. There's You're going to walk home with it. But but I mean, all these fines. <laughs> so they, these ports are really interesting how they're set up for like, you can get off your boat and some of you have to go in your skiffy thing and, you know, paddle around. Yeah. But like yep. they're set up with like shops, like it's like, it's like a mini in the Pacific Northwest, it's like not giant, right? Giant kind of city stuff. Or, well, you went to Pike's Market, but you know what I mean? It's, they seem these very quaint places where, you know, it's like, it's a different kind of downtown. It's a downtown on the water, but it is, they set it up for the boaters, like, you know, small airplane places with small airports, Mm -hmm. wait for the, you know, Mm -hmm. they have car people that will come and take you and around and stuff so Mm -hmm. this is a whole thing that i think sometimes we forget in the tourism market like this is an industry a tourism industry that's going on yeah it's a very strong one and it's Mm -hmm. a very different one and uh and i just as you know because we talked just talked about this i just experienced the small farm experience destination Mm -hmm. uh this year and uh wow I mean, mm-hmm. I've lived in the in uh, the Pacific Northwest full time for about eleven years, and I never went and saw that, ever really experienced that. I've been in and out every year since, and uh, this is the first year that I actually did the small farm thing, and that's that's totally different than going to Pike Place Market or downtown Seattle or Olympia or you know whatever you wanted to do. So uh, this uh, this is a grand place that has its uh, nose to the grindstone on environmental stuff. You're right. It's very hard. Even when you go to, you probably notice this, when you go to uh, uh, fast food places, there are no uh, receptacles, dump receptacles in the parking lot. Now, yeah. I don't know where they, they're, I guess, they're, I guess they're expecting that if you drove, if you drove through, that you are going to keep that trash in your car until you get home. Very strange, but, uh, you know, it tends yeah. to work for them. And, and we have every warning sign that you could ever imagine on our dock. This is a very upscale dock, and they do not want uh, <laughs> they do not want you littering, trashing, looking too far, doing anything. And uh, and as I understand it, I just we just figured out this uh, last year. The the environmental agencies are really focusing in on the marinas because they don't want them they don't want people to live in the marinas on their boat. There's a certain, I think they get a certain percentage. You have X amount of docks and you can have X amount of uh, liveaboards. They call them liveaboards. Uh, And liveaboards pay more money than the ones that uh, just, you know, hop on a boat and take it out and bring it back. But they're very, very strict rules. And there are people that walk the docks all the time. Wow. At least at least once a week, maybe more checking your electricity use to see if you're here more than you should be. They check your gate codes. They do this. Holy they do cow. That. Wow. So, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's all, uh, I think it's all has to do with who they answer to and, uh, you know, how many people they can have doing what, like what we're doing. We're not really a liveaboard because we usually hop on the boat and go to someplace and come back and hop on the boat and go someplace. But it's yeah, you know, but, the, city. but that is, Something we're seeing also on the road. Okay, so, you know, Nancy and I will travel and we do get hotels and stuff when we can stay and it makes sense to offload the car, quite frankly, because we're always, you know, in between Mm -hmm. places and we'll go do our parks. And to me, to get a hotel room for two to three hours is stupid. You know, we just rest in a rest area, close our eyes 
and people yeah. watch. That's the whole thing. We, oh, this yeah, is, that's it's one of our favorite part. things is going to rest areas and people watching. But I well, bet you write at the book, docks. Don't you sit there in your boat and look at everybody and see no, what's come funny. on. It's fun. You know, so it, it's a different thing. But like rest areas, they some some welcome. They're like, come camping here. Do this. Some are actual places where, um, you know, you have gazebos and barbecues and Families, we've watched families, especially during COVID, <laughs> unite. And some one guy, it, this was in Arkansas, it, it's it's really true, brought a smoker on the back of his pickup truck. That and all so these funny. They had like a family party at a rest area. <laughs> and I'm going, what the heck is this? But then you get to Florida and you have rest area Rambo, Rambo. will come and give you a sticker and say, you need to drive off by this time. You can't yeah. be here in more than three hours. Because what gets wow. Me, wow. No, no. Yeah, and yeah. He, but, he put his hand inside the car I'm in like, front I'm of a smack it. <laughs> no, really. I was like, he's lucky that I wasn't sitting in the driver's seat. I would have tackled him. He put his hand inside the car <laughs> and stuck the little pink note. And he let mosquitoes uh, on, in the car. On the wind on the windshield on the inside. Uh, Every, oh, oh see, but uh, yeah, uh, his arm would have been in an arm lock. If, it, yeah. if I was sitting oh, there. Now, now, Nancy. <laughs> no, Highway 4 in Orlando area, no. everybody watch out for Rest Area Rambo. And he looks like a miniature, like a like a miniature <laughs> wannabe Elvis. His hair is like greased back, it's like a little, seriously. Back. It's the funniest thing no, ever. He's got he, the, be, he wants he to be, be on Elvis. The stage. He needs to go on the stage and be a... But, any, but anyway, no, but Diva Linda, they don't want people living in rest areas and camping because of some, from yep. our yep. side of the world, like is the homeless situation. Yep. So there's there's that where yep. people are living yep. in their cars. But I know a lot of people yep. who live on their boats. They they are full time. Well, that's my house. That? What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. And you know? so there are well, people the, that the live in San Diego yeah. mostly, the ones that I know. Yeah. Hmm? Well a lot and, of people here have been forced out of the marinas because of these laws that say they can only have X amount of X amount of people living on their boats. So what they've done is they've taken to going into the the uh, the less active harbors or the ones that are less attractive and just parking and anchoring their boats and they live on their boats out out without uh, the advantages of a marina and then they oh. just take the skiff in and use the use the facilities and all that kind of stuff and so there's been quite a problem maybe two years ago with abandoned boats. I mean, I think you do that oh. one winter and you're probably going, oh, this probably wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Um, but when you're desperate, you do what you have to do. So uh, but abandoned boats are quite the thing here. I haven't, it hasn't been quite as bad maybe the last year and a half. I don't know if that has to do with the pandemic or whatever, but, you know, you see these old boats rocking and rolling in the marina, and not in the marinas, in the uh, bays. And you wonder, oh, how are these people getting along? But Fact of no. life, I guess. Well, well this I was, is fast. I was thinking more of you know people living in a boat because they wanted to, not because they're desperate. You know, it's like you could be Jeff Bezos yeah. on your your yeah. yacht and go yeah. take that bridge. Oh down. yeah, no, no. Listen, he had a bridge come down or something. I don't know, but but no, listen, we didn't. Do you, they do, told they told this, him no. This is important. <laughs> Diva Linda, do you listen to yacht music on your boat? Like, there's this yeah. whole new music genre, yacht music. Do you listen to that yacht started music? last year? Yeah, yeah, last year that we started that, and uh, you know, uh, but I have to say, it's just like any kind of you know Sirius XM or Spotify or anything like that. You know, after you've heard the the loop a couple times, 
they tend to they tend to buy the same songs and you know. Oh my their, God! Uh, are you serious? Just the same like thing. The Beach Boys. Yeah. <laughs> the Slip yeah. John B. Yeah. yeah, but that's yeah. but that's the same thing. That's yeah. the same thing as when you're driving yeah. and you go through all the radio stations. You cross yeah. the county yeah. line and yeah. you hear the same playlist again. Yeah. It drives me bonkers. And it yeah. all starts yeah. with Hotel playlist. California. Yeah. Medicine, Wisconsin yeah. has good. good it's, if you go to university towns, it changes. Universities run their own radio stations, yes. and they mm-hmm. are cool. Yes. They are cool. But okay, so let's talk about some of these places that that you went mm-hmm. to because it sounds okay. like, like you. Okay, so you on the boat are are now in the kitchen doing kitcheny like cooking and kitchen-y. entertaining things. So Adam is out playing yeah. captain, right? I don't mean playing de- derogatory. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I mean, this is yeah, a yeah. fun adventure. Yeah. He's doing the adventure. And yeah, so yeah. do you get him? I mean, this, I have to say, this is like even the RV thing. It sounds like a whole bunch of work, like really to do the boat thing. Is it, is it that much work to well, get it started? It, it depends. Going? Yes, and I uh, 100% determines how much money you have, to be quite frank with you, about how much of the work, the opening and closing and maintaining the boat, you're willing to do yourself, or you have somebody else to do. There are people who open your boat, there are people who close your boat, there are people who uh, maintain your boat, there are people who wash your boat. Um, you know, it's a whole industry down here, and I'm sure it's the same everywhere. So, uh, you know, you can, uh, if you have enough rooms, bedrooms, you can hire a uh, somebody that will cook, or you can hire somebody that will drive you. You know, it just depends on what you do. Now, my husband is hands-on, so he doesn't want anybody touching anything. So he spends his whole summer and part of uh, a couple of months in the winter actually coming down and, quote, fixing the boat. I don't know what that entails, but it's lots of it's lots of things, boats uh, being out here unprotected, not in a garage or in a covered area. They uh, deteriorate quite quickly and easily. And if you have any wood whatsoever on the boat anywhere uh, on the outside, you know, that that's a yearly maintenance thing. So, um, yeah, so my husband does all the uh, the driving and he does all the, the maintenance pretty much, you know, we hire people to go under the boat. There's a, another thing you have to have sinks or something like that underneath the boat and zinks. And you have to uh, hire somebody in the, yeah, so you have to hire divers to go under and put zinks on something. I'm not sure what it is, but I mean, there's, there's something for everybody here to get their hand in the middle of. So then huh. cooking, I, I'm the food and beverage manager. So my husband is, pro- is probably uh, driving and maintenance, and I'm the uh, F&B, the food and beverage manager. And, uh, you know, it all tends to work out very, you know, I could cook a you know, 20-course meal in the kitchen we have. Uh, wow. It wouldn't wow. be hard at all. Cool. It's a, you know, more limited space, but you can do yeah. it. I mean, I have everything I need to do it. Do you, wow. do you want to do it? Um, no. uh, you know, some days, you know, some days I think, okay, you know, let's have a, let's have a big, especially when it's cooler, you know, you want pot roast or you want, you know, meatloaf or you want one of those. You have to do, you have to remember though, you're cooking on propane, so you can't have that yeah. oven on for four hours. But, um, huh. and then, you know, if you do crock pot or slow cooking or, or the hot pot or whatever you do, you got to remember too, that there's, you know, every time you bring an appliance aboard, something else has to go off. Oh. You know, there's only so much room. That's just the way it is. Yeah. So anyway, I do the, I, yeah, so we have, um, you'll see m- most of my fishes, you'll see a lot of cheese, crackers, and fish. You know, shrimp mm-hmm. is really easy to do dishes with salads, soups, soups are good. Um, and we buy those from a market up the street. 
you think God make their own, and uh, so then we just stock up on those. So anyway, that, and I think that's pretty common amongst the boaters that um, that I know, unless the wife also loves to do the driving and the, the scrubbing. I mean, there are women that, that love to do that sort of stuff. That isn't ideal, but, uh, you know, I guess, you, you know, you do what you do. So I pretty much just do the F&B stuff. My husband does the uh, driving and the maintenance. Cool, because you, you have to divide it up because you're in a small place. You're in a small space, yes. and it's you have to yes. kind of learn how to, who's going to do what. Otherwise, it's like I always pack the car because I have a system according to where we're going. And yes. so it's the only yes. way, as soon as anybody even carries a bag, I'm off. I'm like, I don't know if this got in the car <laughs> or not. Like, just let me do my thing. It's a very, I know it's a very Virgo anal yes. thing. But yep. I know what's happening. True. If I just go do it, I count my bags. I know this has gone in here. <laughs> I've gone from this room to that. And as soon as somebody gets involved, I get in the car, yeah. we'll be halfway <laughs> to the place yeah. we're going. I'll look at Nancy and go, did we pack this? Did we pack that? And it's always there. You know, yeah. it's like, and yeah. Nancy just on the last trip, everything I thought was gone is not. But then I did leave the cream cheese in the cooler for two days. So without anything in it. So well, that's, you know, there you go. Yeah. You know, yeah. There you go. Who fair. cares? Yeah. But, but, small. Then, but so this is cool because you said your your trip started at Pike Place Market, which I mean, this is like an institution in itself. Pike Place, I mean, you know, you've been there and, and a lot of Iftwa writers and I know you went there also living there. I mean, this is one of the places that we really want to go to because it really reminds me of Europe with the old markets of Europe. It reminds yeah. me of Cape Town, South Africa very much with those kind of markets. But it's like you, you're going on a boat with your stuff. So, I mean, are you, I mean, is it in close distance to Elliott Bay? Or, like, I know this is yes. weird questions, but yeah, it's this about, is fascinating no, no, how you're it's doing about, this. Uh, yeah, it's just about uh, by car. So we have a car that we that we have here. So um, it's about a 15-minute drive at that you know, it's very, so it's very close. 10, 15 minutes depends on, you know, if they've got a street torn up or, you know, you're having to exit yeah. a different way or there's a, there's a police issue or whatever. But if, if, you know, if everything is just right, it's about 15 minutes away, maybe 20 minutes away. And parking has gotten much better than it used to do. And uh, uh, every once in a while they have a, uh, issues with uh, too many homeless people and too many uh mm people that are panhandling and stuff. I mean, it's an easy place for them to be because there's a little park there that they can be, but, and then they get overly aggressive and then somebody, you know, gets, uh, then when, then when the pandemic came, they had to shoo everybody away because they couldn't have people being that close together. And I don't know, mm. you know, it's always the back of, I think everybody's mind as well. If not here, then where, you know, then, then where did they yeah. go? But anyway, Pike Place Market is clean. It's, uh, it's easy to get to uh in a variety of ways and uh and it's a great great experience it really is i love it i we i stock up on everything i think we're going to want for the summer we have a freezer up above so i try to get things that are that are hmm. easy uh, easily freezable and then uh, you know your green stuff your green groceries and so forth uh you have to you have to find hmm. a place as you roll around to go to but you know you can stock up on crackers and uh, whatever, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the, my lesson first year, <laughs> first year lesson was you snacks are, snacks are important because if you meet somebody, uh, 
you have to have something to feed them. You know, if you're going to have them over, I have a lot of wine. I didn't have a lot of snacks. We don't, we're not a snacking people, but, uh, you know, you can't put potato chips out, you know, when you're going to have Cabernet. So, uh, you know, you have to learn to buy some smoked salmon and capers and things like that. So, so Pike Place Market, you can get wonderful, fabulous bakery items, fish items, produce items. Um, there's hard goods, you know, that for souvenirs, there's anything that you could possibly want. It's clean. It's, uh, you can see the original Starbucks, which is always fun. Everybody, uh, heads right to that place, uh, to Starbucks. And uh, it's the one, you know, where the original logo where you can see your boobs, you know, the logos has boobs on it. And famous, I didn't take it away because that, that's a thing. it away everywhere else. Madam Star Boobs. Yeah. Star Boobs. Well, yeah, this is yeah. interesting because you say you went from there, but then you went to um, Holsbo, which is a Scandinavian town. And yeah. we were in um, yeah. a Scandinavian area, too, when we were in. Seattle, and it's I think near the North mm -hmm. Shore, and it begins with a B. Ballad. For some Ballad, Ballad, yeah, that's where we. Ballad. It is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, it's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful neighborhood, yeah. and it feels like Frank mm -hmm. Lloyd Wright went in there and did a bunch of you know <laughs> yep. the housing. The, I mean, the, the just the the residential areas of Seattle are fascinating. Just you know, there's sometimes yeah. there's like, here mm -hmm. comes all the Victorians. And then no, now we're going to be retro. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to be Frank Lloyd mm -hmm. Wright. I mean, it's, it's really fascinating. Mm -hmm. So yeah, is that, gorgeous is Molesbo near there yeah. or away from where we're talking yes. about? Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're about also about uh, 10, 15, 20 minutes minimum where you want to go in Ballard. And if you want to brave the bridge, so bridge things here are uh, difficult challenging because the bridge is raised here so you don't know on any given moment how long you're going to be delayed because of a bridge opening and this, since there's oh, lots wow. of boaters there's lots of bridge raises not every boat needs a bridge raise but a lot of the sailboats do and certainly a lot of the um, freight boats and so, so forth and so on need that bridge raise so yeah that is across the bridge I enjoy going there it's uh, they have lovely old restaurants that have been there for you know a thousand hundred years and made it through the pandemic, which is nice. Lots of course marinas to see, small towns. Uh, it's near Edmonds. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so it's all good. Yep, Dallas is a wonderful town to go to. And yeah, being in Seattle, you're centrally located uh, to everything. You know, you can go to Olympia, you can go to South Center, you can go to the airport, you can go to Ballard, you know, Queen Anne. Um, you know, just a uh, bell town uh, is another one that's quite wonderful. It's a part of the downtown area. So I think we were yeah. near there. Yeah, 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 we were in Belltown. We were because mm -hmm. there was that big lake where yeah, people right. were doing that dragon boat thingy. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was cool. It was awesome. I mean, you yeah, could just, that was very it, cool. The, it was just so diverse and um, just again, that architecture and the gardens. Oh my God, the gardens of the Pacific Northwest. I don't yeah, care if it's pouring rain, yeah. people are still taking care of their gardens and how people yep. use color on their, you know, some people the paint houses. their houses yeah. bright orange and purple. Yeah. Like you, you feel like you're in Mexico and then some are doing flowers <laughs> yeah. that way. It's like how they, everything is, yep. and, and open windows. I feel somebody went in and said, everybody needs windows. Don't close off your houses. Even if it's raining, yep. you need you need to see out and see the colors of the garden. So it was a very interesting experience to to just be part of that and be there in spring when everybody's bulbs were coming out. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 
So that so Polsbos, Scandinavian. So that's some interesting history. So bakeries are big. <laughs> that's, that's, the bakeries are big, and and of course they've they've evolved over the years. That you know their main downtown area has changed. Uh, you know just over the the many years that I've been involved with the Seattle area. But you know this is a good place to take your boat. The the uh, the bay is is easily accessible, and there's always room and. Uh, you can, you know, within five minutes, take your skiff down, run it over there, and then you can be back as well. And, uh, you know, it's a great place to go get uh, some groceries. If you need major grocery shopping, you just hire an Uber car and they take you over to the Safeway or whatever. But mostly you stay in town and that just that Scandinavian bakery, is, you know, the line is always, I don't care what the weather is, the line is down the street with locals and, and visitors, not quite so bad in the winter, but certainly in the summer and spring and fall, watch out. Mm-hmm. Wonderful delicacies. And I like to go buy a bunch of stuff and stuff it in the freezer. Yeah. yeah it's a and, great and town, listen, great walking town, easy. And, and safe and stores are pretty cool. They always have mm-hmm. a good cool. wine, wine, wine selection that I've noticed yes. at Safeways. Yeah. They're yeah. always good on wine. Yep. I'm like, and they do yeah. tend to bring local stuff in, you know? Um, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of what, you know, Washington is pretty much, yeah, they're devoted to that. Most of the restaurants, the most of the, even the, you know, the chain markets are, and they're good about uh, putting, you know, little signs that say these are local, because because the local stuff looks a little different, obviously, than the commercial stuff, and it's always, uh, it costs more as well, but uh, it's worth it. Good stuff. Mm. Now, what about so Blakely that's Harbor? Possible. We like it. Oh, yeah, Paul's mm-hmm. well, yeah, that's Blakely, where they so used so that's where the dog park is, and that's where Scotty, Scotty, your little Scotty likes it out there. And then, but Port Ledlow, I wanted to go there first. That that's your your little puppy's favorite place is Port Ledlow. Where is yeah. this? Because I think we went there. I swear we were there. Uh, well, it's, well, I don't know if can you. I, I assume you can get there. But I don't know. I always go by boat, so I don't really know. So it can't be too far. <laughs> um, I, I know, know Ledlow, Colorado. I don't drive there. And, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it's no, it's but you, but it has a. It's another one that has a lovely harbor, and uh, what what you're looking for, I'm I say lovely harbor is there's not too much a rolling of the tide, but the tide's going in and out all the time, and and it's swirly and icky. Then you know the boat rocks, and it's you know it's not as pleasant. This is a nice, pleasant harbor. Lots of room for boats. Uh, they have a a nice landing for skiff boats. Um, and then, but there's nothing there but condos and uh, and this great walking beach. And this is where uh, we introduced uh, this dog to uh, water. You don't know whether Scotties are going to take the waters or not because they're not mm-hmm. a water dog. But yeah. this one, there was another dog with us at the time. There's a couple with a dog, and that dog loved the water. So, of course, our dog, being younger, followed the adult dog right into the water up to her friends. I think she had sort oh. of a shock when she sort of noticed that her feet were lifting off the ground so yeah she's probably like oh gonna do any paddling yeah so she uh so that's a lovely beach and uh there's but you don't go in for groceries or anything like that i think on the other side of, of it uh of the island is um is where the commercial stuff is because there's a awful lot of uh visitors and and people, local people who live there, so there's got to be a place to shop. But I've never done that. Just it's just a lovely a place. To, there's a big resort there too, and um, just a lovely place to relax and and not be uh, distracted by going into town every day and all that sort of stuff. You just pretty much stay there, and uh, the weather's always good. It's a nice sheltered bay, and 
and we enjoy going there. And now, especially now that we see how much the dog loves it. So, uh, you know, it's a hard, hard packed beach and uh, the water doesn't fall right off. So there's an opportunity for the dogs, depending on how big they are, to go out a little bit. Uh, you know, some mm. of these you have to watch because it, you know, there's they made a beach, but they didn't make the beach to go out very far. You know, you step out and you're, you know, you're down in the hole. So you have to be careful. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I just, I, I just found Port Ledlow and no, we did not go, but we almost did. That's why, because we were going to go to ah. Olympic National Park, but it was snowing up mm. there at that time. Sequim, mm. we were going to go to Sequim. Mm-hmm. And go up that area, uh, and sequium. that day is snowing. Se- oh, excuse me, sequium. Yeah. sequium. I can't pronounce mm-hmm. anything up there. It's- I, anything? No, don't. Uh, do not try Puyallup. That's the yeah. Puyallup was the hard. Everybody calls it when they first get their Puyallup, but it's Puyallup, and it, you know it's, Pew. these things are hard. It's a lot of Indian names here. But now, now Blakely, Blakely, I, I wish we were doing this in video because you are actually on your boat right now. Um, but Blakely Harbor, so this is by Bainbridge. And it, didn't you go to Bainbridge? Isn't there a garden that you went there before yes. Bainbridge? Yep, 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 yep. I went on a whole trip there. And I think it was having a press trip in a couple of weeks or a month or something. Uh, where they're just going specifically to Brainbridge Island. There's a lot of stuff to do there. It's quite beautiful. Mm. Cool. So this is like on the other side of it, the eastern side. Yeah, you have to take a, I think yeah, I'm, I'm, you probably can get, you have to be able to get to it by car, but, um, you know, we're, we're just talking about boating. So I don't know. You know, as I said, I, I make sure we have food and drink, and Alan drives the boat, and I ask where we're going and what time we'll be so, there, and that's so that. This is a skiffy thing. Like, are you trailing it like a trailer on a car, or do uh, do you blow no, it up, or what do you do? It's it's all it's blow it's it, <laughs> it, you don't deflate it. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how to tell you this. It, you don't deflate it because it's very difficult to inflate, and they're they're sort of hard rubber boats, and they uh, are lifted like a dinghy, but out hard. of the water. It's a dinghy, it's a skiff, and uh, yeah, and so they're up on the back of your boat or on top of your boat or in the middle of your boat. Depends on how your boat was built and how much money you've put into the boat for your skiff. So uh, there, you do see uh, when you're out in large bodies of water that people will trail their dinghy or skiff behind them just because they don't want to deal with having to put it up and down because it it is. Uh, bit of a chore to do that so once you get it down you don't want to necessarily put it back up so if we go to paul's boat it goes down when we get there and it doesn't go back up until we leave Mm -hmm. Uh, and as i said some people go just trail it all around and it (laughs) times it snaps because of the way these people drive and or or the you know the ropes weren't tight enough or something and you find dinghies floating dinghies and canoes (laughs) <laughs> and kayaks are things that you sort of debris, sort of sea debris, and then you have to call the um, Coast Guard, and then the Coast Guard makes this big announcement, yellow dinghy, you know, license number, <laughs> blah, 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 is out in the middle of someplace. Whose is it? And go get it. It's very interesting. Oh, my God. I, I, think, I was, yeah, it's I, like Google, like there's a stalled car. Is the car still there? No. 
but there's a tire yeah. left in the middle of the road. <laughs> I know, speed trap ahead. <laughs> it's like Cannonball Run, yeah. but with, with a yacht, you know. This, well, yeah. I want to go on a well, yacht. I want a yacht about, day with yeah. you guys. <laughs> Could you yeah, that'd be great. We'll take you to Berkeley yeah. Island. You'd love it. Yeah, this would be fun. And, you know, I love that you're doing the food and wine pairings. And, you know, because, you know, there's the times that we do things too, like, you know, wine, like Iris Vineyards and stuff. We'll have our thing. And, yeah. But it's like half the time it's like you, you, it's, <laughs> it's this balance where suddenly you're, you're on a boat or you're hiking and, you know, you, Nancy and I are always with dogs or something. And then suddenly you have to look decent and then decent, suddenly yeah. you have to have decent food. And you're like, I don't like the other night I had to cook a chicken dinner for someone. I went, Oh my God, I haven't roasted a chicken in years. I don't know how to roast a chicken. I did it. <laughs> I, I made the stupid mistake of saying, I'll have dinner for you when you get home. And they're a lovely couple in, in Eugene, <laughs> Oregon. And I'm like, cause you know, they're, they love cooking and, but they were coming home from Portugal, mm. England to the, states and i'm like when you're coming home you're not cooking we're gonna cook well then That's i was funny. like this the tailspin oh my god and they know how to cook and eat you know like they have good taste and i'm like what are we gonna do and nancy's like you opened your mouth we could have just yeah pizza. but you said you would make a roast chicken but it did turn out okay but it was a flat spin of oh my god mm-hmm. you know so because you get used what to have I, what have i agreed to yeah yeah, yeah exactly. but you get used to yeah, we I, all get in our comfort zones i think and then you know yeah, this is what I the think, beauty uh, of this kind I'm, of travel yeah. Yeah, when I cook on our boat, there's two types of cooking. There's cooking when you're on the run going to some other place that you've just stopped for overnight or whatever. And then there's cooking when you're in a place or in the marina. And you, yeah. have, you can't cook when the thing, when the boat's going because things roll and they crash yeah. into each other and <laughs> they fall out of the pot and all that kind of stuff. So that, you know, that on those days it's sandwiches and uh you know, you can't use the yeah. microwave because there's not enough power. You know, you have to have a different type. Of, you have to shift the power oh to the microwave and all that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, yeah, you have to. Yeah, we're coming an engineer just looking at what our voltage is. But um, you know, That's I right. found that it's best to make a dinner or a snack where people can put their own stuff on their own. You give them a like a entree Taco. or a. a um, <laughs> A base, a base. That's right. Tacos yeah. are good. Uh, yeah. Any kind of salad. That's why you live on salads. Uh, that sort of yep. thing. You know, uh, chicken dinners. Generally, I buy the chicken dinner and then yeah. Bring see, it that's out. what we do. Buy the rotisserie chicken. Yeah. Get yeah. the rotisserie yeah. chicken yeah. in the market. It will save you yeah. every bit yeah. of hassle yeah. on the planet. And they're good. I I have yep. visions of the diva coming. You know, inviting people for wine on her yacht and showing up in a dress with galoshes on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I Did wouldn't be the only one in galoshes. So, you know, it's all, it's all fine. When you're out of places, when you're wearing your, you know, uh, your, your, Ralph, your Ralph Lauren's and, uh, yeah, and the locals, trying to and not sort of look at you on, like, you're, you're going to slip, you're going to slip. You're going to you know? slip on the deck. I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my husband learned his lesson last year. Was it last year? No, the year before, where he uh, wore his Crocs on a new boat on steps that weren't uh, down to the bedroom that uh, the carpet slipped on him, I think. And that's when he ended up in the hospital. So, you know, you got to be sure that you're not wearing, you're not wearing uh, a shoe that can flip off easily. It's got to grip along with you. It's got to grip your foot. It's got to grip the floor. Mm. I mean, it's a whole deal, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's I'm an interested interesting in those lifestyle, shoes right? That you can put your finger yeah. toes inside the, like they have, it's like wearing no shoes, like a fake foot. 
Like you're putting it's your foot just in the foot? soul. It's oh, it. I haven't seen those. Yeah, people runners use them, and but I have such bad ankle, like bad, like yeah, flat feet. Support. It sucks. Yeah, I, I mean, I yeah, like a granny half the time. Like I'll be on my feet all day, and then next thing you know, I'm like I can't walk. But I, you know, it's just the way it is. Yeah. But but it's like to me, yeah. it's the shoe thing. I don't like wearing shoes. You know, no, and I hate it. So yeah, me either. I like yeah. sandals and flip flops and all yes. that. But I no, found I like that, to go that slides, anything, yeah, yeah, slides, barefooting, yeah. flip flops, any of that stuff is. I mean, right, like right now, I have on peep toe sneakers, and so at least my toes can peek out. But you know, the bottoms are you know. Uh, yeah, those are that's rubber. a cool thing. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. we know your yeah, toes that, are painted, right? Are they even if you're on the boat? Yeah. Are your well, toes yeah. painted? Well, golly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I find you know what? <laughs> now I had a hard time with that when I was in Alaska. That was awful. That was really awful for me. But here in in the Seattle area, or in uh, you know any of these marinas, you can just pretty much within five ten minutes you can find any uh, service that you you want: facials, toes, nails, hair, whatever. You can go to all Richmond good. and do all the facial things. And Richmond, was it Richmond, British yeah. Columbia that you were in with all the dumpling trail and facials yes. all in one oh, day? Oh, God. Oh, and I had that foot massage. Oh, my God. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to touch my feet. But it was the best thing I ever did in my entire life. It's fabulous. Yep. Oh, well, man. See? I remember that. That was quite, it was quite an experience. Yeah, that was the Catano. You have to, you have to. Yeah. And then when, the, when we're waiting to get into the restaurant, our, our guy, wanted to go into the what would be like a uh, like a Ulta uh, uh, beauty shop and a beauty salon sort of thing and she was showing us all the the types of um, Asian products that she uses on her face and one of them was the snail mask oh so she bought each one of us one Uh she bought each one of us one and uh, told us that you know try it in the privacy of her own home and logo and you know actually if you get by the name mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> diva linda you yeah you went out of there a little bit are you still there she's still thinking yeah. about the snail mask oh she's she's going in and out oh, I know. Diva linda, she's there oh you got puppies yay diva linda d- listen so excited about your your european cruise because it's been a while since you've been out of the country other than british columbia and i know that you and alan are going to have an amazing time and alan's got a report back for our iftwa show on uh veterans day we're going to be doing a special show yep. on um you know just world war ii sites and you know memorials and you know we're, we're going to look at military history so i know you know he served as well and so it's going to be great to have him on the show and then also to you know catch up with you afterwards because you get to wear nice shoes i know you're going to get to wear nice shoes somewhere along the line so we need the shoe report but everyone, again, uh, you can follow Diva Linda on her blog. It is all in goodtaste.info. Get some shoe shoe advice if you need it. <laughs> but also, we should just have a blog on shoes, Diva Linda. Uh, but everyone, of course, keep up with her on Blend Radio and TV.com. Go ahead. What do you say? Are you going to do a shoe shoe blog? I do. Nope. Yeah. Oh, she's going in and out. Yeah. I got today. Thank you guys very much for having me. I right. appreciate it. It's wonderful. All right. Thanks. Diva Linda, always fun. You went in and out there. So you did sound like you were ready to beam up to Europe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, here, so, I, here I am. I'm, I'm actually. Okay.
I'm actually fighting my Scotty. That my husband's trying to get my Scotty and she's oh, okay. trying well, to there it is. eat my okay. computer cords and blah blah blah. So all right, so everyone, it's all good. Thank you. Diva Linda's every first you Saturday take care. on Big Blend Radio. Keep up with us at BigBlendRadio.com. Thank you for joining us. Take care, Diva Linda. Safe travels. Yeah, be safe. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.